Welcome back to the Prosperous Life Podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for showing up. Today, my guest is a health and wellness coach. He specializes worth working with athletes. And today, that's our goal. We're going to help you transform your health journey, but we're also going to help you enjoy the journey to your own health. With that in mind, welcome to the show, Nick Gomez. Thank you. Appreciate it. Of course. So health, what inspired you to help athletes with their own health? Yeah. Um, so growing up, sports were a big part of my life. Um, I grew up as an athlete. I played baseball, football, and basketball pretty competitively at a young age. And so that was, that was a big thing for me, big part of my life. Um, and I decided to to really help people when kind of going back to my health journey, um, I started using essential oils, using plant medicine to improve my health. And that really made a blessing for me as far as you know, sleep, um, anxiety, my mental health, my cognitive function, my energy levels. And they really helped me be able to perform better on the field yeah. um, as well as off the field. And so as I started my health journey and really started to become passionate about adding plant medicine, natural medicine, along with fitness and helping athletes, um, that really inspired me to, to want to help people because it helped me. It changed my life. Yeah, 100%. So I feel like when somebody has been inspired to make an impact, it came from a hard place. Did you struggle at all with your own health or what was that triggering factor for you to say, I want to help people with their health? Definitely. In high school, um, I struggled with stress, anxiety, even depression at one point. And that was really hard. I mean, being in high school, playing sports at a high level, um, I wasn't feeling my best all the time, and uh, that was a big struggle for me. So when I finally decided to to lock in and to make health more of a priority, that that improved my performance. Um, and along with the essential oils, they really helped my family as well. Uh, my mother, she had struggled one time; she was at high risk for breast cancer, and she at one point she she had some tumors in her breast and. That was kind of a scare for our family, but she used essential oils. She was introduced to them by a friend, and those really, they changed her life. They saved her life. Um, she was able to overcome that cancer scare. Wow, that's amazing. Cancer is a real thing in our society nowadays, at least in the United States. Cancer is a big thing, and it's scary. Unfortunately, most people get it, then don't get it at the rate we're going then to be able to go from high risk cancer to not being high risk cancer is an amazing thing. Yeah. To still have your mom around. That's a blessing. It is. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hard. I can't, I hate even imagining, you know, life without my mom. So being put in a position to actually have to really imagine that would, would really be hard. Yeah. On your thoughts, emotions, everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we talked about your journey in Europe. That yeah. It was Europe, right? Correct, yeah. And the process of seeing how people live over there right. and how much healthier there they are from us. Why is that? What, what makes them healthier than the average person in the United States? Yeah, I think it really goes down to how they choose to live their life. Over there, it's especially in Eastern Europe, um, countries I lived in in Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro, they they live a, li a lot more slower lifestyle 
compared to here in the U.S. where they're not as so all over the place going and going and grinding and grinding. They're more about enjoying the little things in life, um, really having a deep appreciation for their bodies, for fitness, um, and using all, you know, eating clean food and really taking care of their bodies. And I think they have a different approach to the way they, they go about life. Um, it's just more about how you can enjoy enjoy life in a positive way and be able to spend a lot of time with your family. And so they really value family and relationships. They really value um, their own bodies and especially with the, the government over there and just the way they run things. Um, their food is a lot cleaner. They're, they don't have those toxic chemicals that they do in the U.S. Um, so that's a big difference. It's just it really makes it, I think, a lot easier for people to to live a healthier lifestyle, if that makes yeah. sense. It's uh, some of the food here is illegal over there. Correct. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, yep. Skittles, to name one of many, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> dyes, red dyes, cancer-causing agents. Right. I'm good on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so through your journey of mental health, how? let's talk more about mental health at this yep. point. You used essential oils to help with your mental health. Correct. So let's say somebody is going through a depression, right. a depressive state, or they're struggling with anxiety. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm a firm believer that we need to encompass things, essential oils or symbols, changing our environment. So essentially changing our external lives to be able to help with the internal, but we also need to become somebody to overcome the anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. But for somebody just to boost themselves up so they can start to become more internally. What can somebody use as far as essential oils goes to help them with their mental health? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say there's a lot of essential oils that you can use for, for balance, for grounding yourself. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Um, I always, mental health is everything, right? I always tell people, you know, get your mind right and the body will follow. And that's what I tell all my athletes um, because if your mind isn't in a good place, you're never going to be able to show up the way you want to. And so there's a lot of essential oils that help with mood. They help with focus. They help with that stress anxiety. They help you have confidence. And so those are the oils I used um, that I would, you know, rub on the bottoms of my feet, that I would apply to the back of my neck, my head, behind my ears, my wrist. And that would really, the way the oils work is they work with the body's chemistry. And so they're able to go into your bloodstream within less than a minute and be able to work with your body and reach the cell membrane, the root of the cause. And that's how they work so effectively at calming you down, relaxing the body, um, helping you feel more positive, more energized. That's amazing. So what are a couple of essentials you'd put on the bottom of your feet? Yeah, so I would definitely use peppermints, lavender, balance, serenity. Um, a few of those are calming blends like uh, balance is a calming blend that I would put on the bottoms of my feet to help ground me, uh, help me relax. Another one is adaptive. Adaptive is something I roll on my wrist, um, the backs of my ears, my neck, even my feet as well um, to help me with those emotions that I'm feeling throughout the day, whether that be negative or um, positive to help me continue to feel better. Um, every single day I use those. I use peppermint on the bottoms of my feet to give me more energy um, I use spearmint to help me with my my focus, with my um, with my speech, to be more confident in my speech. 
that's a big one that I use. So there's a lot of different, many different oils that you can use. They all work for different things, but yeah. That's amazing. So to speak to that, your skin is the biggest organ in your body. It is. It's <laughs> the largest organ, yep. So a lot of people think, you know, you have to take something internally yep. in order for it to work. Yep. Uh, you're the most, and you got, you would know this better than me, but from what I understand, if you want anything to, what's it called, absorbed, yep. the best place is the bottom of your feet. Correct. The yep. bottom of your feet. The bottom of your feet. Yeah, <laughs> it goes into your bloodstream, like I said, in like 30 seconds, which is crazy. That, it goes into your normal. bloodstream and is able to start working. I love that. Now let's talk to the person for a moment that is in a place that they grew up with the general outlook of health. You know, they were eating microwave foods, the, the quick fixes things. Mm -hmm. They are eating the candies and they're ready to get their mental health and their body in a place that will help them throughout life. Yeah. Warren Buffett, Buffett says it the best that this is what I like about him. He says, if you were gifted a car, you have one car for your entire life. And you only got one car. You got to choose one color. You got to choose one interior. But once you choose it, you don't get another one. How good would you, how good would you treat that car? Would you clean it good? Would you treat it good? Would you put all the oils? Would you do all the oil changes? Right. And the thing is, that is our body. We were gifted one. And we only get one. Yeah. So this person was taught incorrectly how to treat their body. Where can they start? How would they start to start to live a healthier lifestyle? Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that you can do is your, your nutrition to start with the simple things, right? Start, start choosing to add more, more vegetables, more proteins, more um, the nutrients that you get from those from fruits and vegetables to to help you and proteins to give you that energy that you need. So a lot of just simple fixes, I would, I would recommend nutrition. Nutrition is 90% of the game. Um, and then supplements I'd say are 10% of the game. And so I think just making a decision that you're going to go all in and not look back and really just start to, to implement small things, you know, start working out, um, start doing the little things every day, start waking up early, start going to sleep on time. Um, and then start eating the right foods. And then along with, with smart supplementation, um, you can really make a big difference in a short amount of time. So you believe a lot of people, again, go to quick fixes of supplements. Oh, if I take my multivitamin, I don't have to eat my vegetables mm -hmm. type of mindset. Mm -hmm. You feel it's more important to actually encompass the foods into your life over the supplements. But obviously, we still need supplements. Definitely, because... You, know, you could take all the supplements in the world, you could use all the oils in the world, but if you're not doing the small everyday things of taking care of your body and putting the right things in your to your body, you know, the supplements aren't going to work as effectively as they would. And so those supplements are really key because, you know, not everyone is going to eat all the servings of vegetables and things that they need every single day. They're just not. And that's where the supplements come in and they make up for that that extra ten percent. Um, that your body's not getting right but it's it's really essential key component is just your nutrition as well as you know your your fitness and your daily your routines and how you you show up and take care of your body so just starting with one thing too we don't have you don't have to go wipe out all the bad habits and all the crappy food in your house right now right 
Obviously, that is a solution. <laughs> Don't right. get me wrong. We yep. want quick transformations. Yep. But even if you could start with one thing, instead of drinking one water bottle a day, start to drink five water bottles a day. Yep. You can just even amplify the goodness and slowly but surely you'll feel better, which will encourage you to get rid of the crap that right. makes you feel worse. Yep. And after you get to a point, you're eating healthier when you crave McDonald's or whatever and you eat it and you want to throw up because it's disgusting. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the crazy thing. And part of my journey is once I started to make those changes, like all the food that I used to eat before, like I just didn't want anymore. And it was crazy. That's how your body works. As you start to make positive changes, you let go of all those those negative things in your life, those those things that aren't serving you. Um, and, you know, eating healthy and nutrition, all of that stuff. You can just start with one thing. Like I started just not drinking soda. I just said, I'm, I'm only going to drink water and every single day. And I totally cut out soda. And I feel like that was the, the first thing, the first step that I did that helped me on my health journey, just drinking water every single day. And now it's like, I don't even want soda anymore. I don't, I don't crave anything, any sugar, anything like that, because I decided to just make a change. And as I did it every single day, it became what I wanted. I wanted to take care of my body. I love that. And as we're talking, this goes to thought the method, the analogy of the thermostat and standards in life. Have you heard of that? No. And I probably said it very confusingly. So you, <laughs> after you listen, maybe you have, yeah. I don't know. Um, but the analogy of a thermostat, let's say I have my life standards set at 70%. Yeah. So 70 degrees. I have a big wave of heat come in. So this could be goodness. That could be, I just ate a salad. I just worked out once. I just took my supplements. It was something that increased my degree yeah. in life, right? If I'm still set at 70%, I will naturally come back to 70%. Yeah. Now, let's say I go on a weekend and I binge eat desserts and crappy foods and I don't work out. And now my degrees are set at 50%. That That's the gust of cold air, right? Yeah. I'm naturally going to raise up to 70%. When you naturally start to change your habits, like, you know what, I'm just going to cut out soda that's a, that's it i'm not going to do anything else just cut out soda for now for a month you go from 70 and you increase your to 71 percent, 72 percent, and now your standards raised so now even if a gust of air hot air comes in that salad i go work out for a week straight whatever that is that quick opportunity to change instead of going down to 70 percent, i'll naturally go back up to 72 percent yeah. So as you just make these small health choices, your degrees will become higher. Definitely. Yep. Which, again, I am a big believer in quick transformation. Yep. It's important to encompass quick transformation. But what's even more important than that, and I don't, I don't think I talk about it enough, is evolution. Right. The 1% increases the 1% of cutting out the soda or drinking more water. Yeah will make a bigger difference for you over time than a quick transformation. Definitely. Yeah, it's all about starting. And it's all about that journey every single day, just deciding the next day. You know, every single day I'm going to decide. Every day you wake up, you have to make a decision if you're going to choose to to do the right thing for yourself and for your family. And just making that, that choice every single day, deciding to show up, that's going to lead to you know a prosperous life, a great life of health and wellness. 
of course. So to speak to that, there's a lot of fear that goes into change, right? I just grew up. My life, my family told me that it was okay to eat this way. My family was taught that it was okay to drink soda. It wasn't a bad thing. My mom went and got a big swig every day. <laughs> I don't know what your case is. But sometimes it's fearful to change, you know? Mm -hmm. This is who I am today. If I cut out soda, who will I become tomorrow? And even if somebody's unconsciously thinking that, subconsciously they are. Like that's I'm different. You know, who I am who am I? I've drank soda every day for my life. Right. Who am I without it? Right. How could somebody overcome those limiting beliefs? So that as you mentioned, if you get your mind right, your body will come. Mm -hmm. How can they get their mind right so they can start this journey? Yeah. I think it starts with with your vision for life. When you really take the time to think about what you want, what you want to become, the person that you want to become in your future, you really can start to decide what you need to start doing today in order to become that. And so that was big for me when I really took the time to to understand what God wants me to do and what my my future will look like if I start to take care of myself and then set a plan to to go to go do that to go become that person it really starts with that vision um, if you, I always tell people if you if you know where you're going and you know the why behind what you're doing then you're more likely to do it then you'll actually show up and make the change and so it starts with that vision and it starts with you know, limiting those beliefs. And that's a hard thing to do when people are, you know, telling you a certain way to live. Um, you really just have to find that deep inside. Find what you really want in life and then cancel all the noise, you know, limit all the noise as much as you can and focus on building you. Focus on what you want to get out of life and who you want to become. Of course. So actively think of who you want to become in the long term in your character or values, whatever the case, think about what you really want to achieve. And from there you can see where you're at now and really see that gap. Yeah. And from there being able to see where you're going gives you the confidence to take that first step. Cause you know, it's getting you that much closer to being the person you want to be or what you want to accomplish. Exactly. Yeah. Fill in the gap <laughs> and enjoy that journey. Right. Again, right. it's not, we all, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. We all want the thousand steps, yes. And it would be nice to get it all today. I would love to get all the results I want today. That would be cool. Yeah. But it doesn't work that way. So enjoy the journey. Just take the step. Yeah. It's okay to see that gap. It doesn't need to be a depressive thing. It's an yeah. exciting thing. Because if you can learn to enjoy the journey of transformation and evolution, you will walk so far in life. Yeah, I agree 100%. By changing your health, you'll walk further too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because your vehicle is taken care of. Yep. If we take away your health, you're nothing. You're nothing. Yeah. You're dead, younger. And if you don't change the small things, drinking soda, drinking more water, not drinking soda, <laughs> drinking more water, those things can take off years of your life. Yeah. And to even go to that point, if you want to be more inspired to change, think about that pain. What if you have kids, if that's a wish of yours, and 
your kids have grandkids and you don't get any time with your grandkids. What if you just stopped the bad, the small bad things? And what if you started drinking more water or eating an extra salad a week or whatever the case is? What if that gave you an extra one, two, three, four, five years and you got time with your grandkids? I mean, yeah. I, I know you can't imagine your grandkids now, right? Right. You don't know who they are. But at some point, you'll miss out on things if you don't get your health right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the number one thing I teach right now is how you can increase your health span, you know, along with your lifespan. Because you know, research is showing that we're going to be able to live to like 150 years, and that's insane, right? We're already seeing people starting to, to live a lot longer. But we typically spend as humans our last 10 to 15 years, right, living unhealthily. And, you know, we're not able to do the things that we used to do. We're not able to be there for our family. And so when you really think about that and that, that perspective, you know, at the end of your life, how do you want to live? You know, do you want to be, you know, be stuck in a chair all day or do you want to be able to do all the things that you did when you were younger? And I think that's what really has inspired me and inspired me to change, to help people to see that and to recognize that, that they can increase their health span along with their lifespan. Oh, I love that. I don't think it would be... I've heard really somebody talk about that. I know you've mentioned that to me a couple of times, but I've never heard that from anyone else. And that's so true. Yeah. So don't, don't just shoot to live longer. Shoot to like live shoot to longer. Live. Shoot yeah. to live healthier. Yeah. And enjoy that. Cause it doesn't need to be party it up and drink and do all the drugs. Yeah. That might be fun, but that's going to, yep. your health span and your lifespan is going to be cut down dramatically. Why not really enjoy life? Right. I heard, I forgot who said this, but he's, I forget his religion. I think it's Hinduism. He's a leader in Hinduism. He's very popular and he's very, he's a very peaceful person. He's a religious leader. Yeah. But he talked about that there's so many receptors in our brain for dopamine, right? Yeah. And so drugs will essentially light all those up and then you get that quick dopamine or you do unhealthy behaviors that gets that quick dopamine hit. Yeah. The thing is living life. If you have the power to be the person you want to be and you have the power over your body. Yeah. So if you start to move in life, you start to work out, you start to do good behaviors, you start to wake up earlier, you start to go to bed earlier, you start to do the healthy things for yourself. Yeah. You can start to, Use your body as a tool. Yeah. You, the dopamine receptors or whatever they're called are there. You don't yeah. need drugs to receive them. Right. You can start to be high on life and be excited for the journey ahead. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I always, one thing I, I like to tell people is that results take time to measure, right? And you're not going to see all of the, the results that you want, you know, right away. But... Like you said, that 1% every single day um, and having that vision, you're going to be able to, to show up every single day to make that change 1% every single day. But results do take time to measure. And, you know, you might not see the, the effects of, of taking drugs or not working out or not taking care of your body today, but they will be there later. And so how do you want to, how do you want to feel? How do you want to live? you know, 20 years from now. And that's what you really have to think about. Exactly. And it goes to that point. Honestly, after you stop drinking soda, you might feel like crap because your body's so yeah. used to it. 
but are you willing how can we go from good to great right right are you willing to stop drinking soda to become great or do you want to fill drink the soda to feel good yeah because if you keep drinking soda to feel good you'll never get great right your health will never be great right and that's just the case yeah i'm not saying a, you know an occasional soda or whatever is not bad too because we need that mental health aspect too we yep. need to enjoy life yep absolutely just like in a car you might spill a soda or you might do something wrong to your car once in a while that's right. okay you can clean it up and yep. it'll be cleaned and it'll act as if it never happened but with moderation right yeah right because i'm a firm believer and this is crazy but i even think the gym can be a bad thing yeah if you're so addicted to the gym, you start leaving your wife, you start not taking care of your kids, your career could go up in flames. Yeah. Too much of anything is can be a bad thing. Is for sure, saying. for sure. But also to speak to that, doing the good things over and over again will change your life. It's the persistence of it all. Yep, persistence, consistency. Yeah. That's the key to success. Exactly. So you train your athletes. Mm -hmm. um, you coach basketball. What else do you coach? Baseball, football, basketball. Wow, you're a busy man. Yeah. <laughs> what, how old are these guys? About well, seventh grade. That's that's the age group I've been coaching. Um, so to be like 11, 12, 13 years old, kind of the age group I've been coaching. Seventh grade, that's a fun age. That's yeah. when they're... Starting to be probably a little attitude with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 really that sweet spot. Actually, I, I really love coaching that, that age group, like seventh, eighth grade, because it's that time where they're starting to get a lot more competitive. They're starting to prep for that high school level, for the next level in their life. And it's really that time where you have to build that foundation, yeah. you know, and become the athlete that you want to become. And so it's really key and really important to teach them, you know, the, the smart, the, the small habits, the smart habits that you make even off the field. And so when I train my athletes, I'm training them on the field, but I think it's almost even more important than what they do off the field. And so a lot of the way I approach my coaching is, is I apply it to life. You know, it's not just baseball. It's not just football. It's how can I win in life? Because what you do off the field is going to determine how you show up on the field. I love that. So imagine you have all your seventh graders all together. What's your number one thing to go to to tell them so that they can win off the field, but obviously carry that on the field? Yeah, number one thing is consistency. Okay. So I tell them to be consistent with with their habits. You know, I tell them to, to, to wake up early, make sure they're getting their sleep, um, make sure they're they're being disciplined. Consistency and discipline are the two things because these kids, you know, they go to school and they might not take school as seriously as they probably should. And you know, a lot of them like to mess around. But if you can really teach them to be disciplined and to care about things apart from sports, right, to start to care about the little things they're doing, how they treat their parents, how they treat their teachers, how they show up, um, that really is a big uh, big thing for for athletes and the way even uh, college recruiters and people professional teams they look at not just the talent they look at who who are you who are you? you know how do you show up what do you do how do you speak what are your habits what are you doing on your daily life that's not baseball or football 
And so that's, that's what I teach them is consistency, discipline, do the right thing, you know, have integrity. And that applies to, to on the field as well. Of course. I heard a story once and that just triggered my thoughts on this. It was college football and a recruiter recruited, had an opportunity to recruit one of the best playing football players, but he watched him and that football player went to party every single weekend. Yeah. But he was the best. And there was another individual that wasn't the best, but he was consistent seven days a week. And he chose that player. And when he was asked why, it was because he was, he knew that that individual would lead everybody else on the team mm -hmm. to be consistent seven days a week, where the best player, which would have been a leader on the team, yeah. would have drug everybody else to go party with him on the weekend. Yeah. And that's something I've seen, you know, even with, with seventh graders, right? you have kids that have a lot of talent, but are they putting in the work? You know, are they walking on the field? Are they being lazy? Are they not taking it serious? And then you have the other kids that might not be as good, but they're being leaders because of the way they're playing, the way they're showing up on the field, the way they're taking it seriously, the way they're listening, the way they're communicating with others. And that's that's what I look for when I'm looking for, for players you know, to take to the next level. 100%. Bryce Prescott, do you know Bryce Prescott? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love his saying. And I, I got to give him the credit because it's good. And I haven't see, heard anybody else say it the way he does, at least. He says, an inconsistent idiot will become so much, will get so much further than an inconsistent genius. Yeah. Consistency. <laughs> yep. It's true. And you just got to ask yourself with life. And that's just, you know, pick up that one thing. You don't need to wipe off all your bad food out of your life right now. Right. You don't have to go drink a gallon of water every day right now. Yep. But establish, because this becomes willpower. There's yeah. a difference between willpower and motivation. Motivation is quick, instant bursts of, ooh, I want to go work out now. Ooh, I want to go eat that salad now. After this podcast, you might be having that motivation to go change your entire life. Yeah. But what I want everybody to encompass, me included, you as well, if you're willing to, is willpower, right? Right. Because willpower is the consistent aspect to this all. And willpower isn't something that comes in bursts. It's a consistent thing. Right. Willpower is having the purpose behind something. Right. And when you attach a goal to willpower, it is greatly more impactful because you're not trying to transform your life with everything. Yeah. It's taking one thing at a time. So if your goal is to go from drinking no water to half a gallon a day, then do that for the next 30 days, 31 days, and evaluate it. If that's now a habit that you don't have to think about and it's just implemented into your life, you can work on your ne next health aspect. Yeah. Maybe the next one is eliminating soda or eating a salad once a day. And you encompass that for 30, 31 days and you check up on yourself. If you don't have to think about it anymore, you move yeah. on to the next one. Right. Instead of most people that give up on their goals, it's because they try to go from one to 100 and change everything. They yeah. tried to not working it out at all, yeah. <laughs> working out six days a week. It right. just doesn't work. It's not sustainable. Yeah. And they're, they're not creating that willpower by that consistency. And when you talk about willpower, you know, I think about the why. You know, why are you doing what you're doing? You're really understanding that. And when I first started on my health journey, it was really, it took me to really understand the why, why, 
why do I want to show up the way I do? And when I really understood and gained a, a deeper appreciation for, for my body and how special and unique of a gift that was from God and how he wanted me to use that, you know, as a gift that he gave me, I needed to use my body to, to do good in the world and take care of myself and understanding that why and that appreciation for myself and my body motivated me, gave me the willpower to be consistent. I love that. You know, it's the little things in life that people overlook and if they stopped overlooking the small things, life would be different for them. Stop looking at the mountains that you want to climb and just start looking at the next trail ahead. Yeah. It doesn't need to be, life doesn't need to be scary. Change doesn't need to be scary. It can be fun. It can be exciting. And the power of one more is the fact that you can change your life and you just might find yourself changing your family's life. But if you don't start, your family may never change. Yeah. And what you've gone through, if you don't change, you'll never have the opportunity to impact a stranger that's going through what you're going through today. Exactly. So just make one change. You decided to change your health and look at all these people you're impacting. Yeah. It just starts with the choice. Everything is a vibration. You start changing, your family will naturally be like, ooh, that's cool. Yeah. They also might be repelled. Yeah. That's okay. Are you going to keep growing your life the way that you know you deserve? Are right. you going to live the prosperous life you deserve? Or are you going to really let other people hate, hold you back? Yeah. Are you willing to keep doing the unhealthy things so that instead of living to 120, you live to like 90? Or do you want to enjoy 30 more years with your family with a health lifespan as well? Yeah. I really feel as though this one podcast is a good start for people. Because as you mentioned, if your mind gets right, your body can get right. Mm -hmm. But also you mentioned purpose and having an why. And to me, that's the spirit, right? Yes. Fundamental believer, if you don't got your spirit right, your mind right, and your body right, there's probably something in your life that's unbalanced. Yeah, for sure. Just recognize those three. Where are you lacking? What are you doing right now that you know you should not be doing? Yeah. Start there. Start there. Yeah. Don't ask anybody else. Don't ask me. Don't ask Nick. Ask yourself. Yeah. What are you doing right now that you know you shouldn't be doing around spirit? What are you doing right now that you know you shouldn't be doing around body? What are you doing right now that you know you shouldn't be doing around your mindset? Yeah. What's really that that one thing, the most important thing that's holding you back from, yeah. from becoming the person you want to be? Exactly. Dive deep into that. Then you see the thing that's you can evaluate all three of your answers in all three areas and you can see what you're doing right now you shouldn't be doing that's causing the most toxicity in your life. Start there. If you don't want to go on the deep end, start with the smallest thing. Yeah. Just start. Just start. Yeah. They they do a, a studies essentially equating what determines success or not, and it is grit right it's a consistent aspect of it and i do want everybody you me included to live the most extraordinary life with the most health span and the most lifespan it's just starting and i know we've said this a million times this podcast but you kind of have to right yeah, you have to one day <laughs> it's just about making a decision you know that's what i did you know at some of the darkest times of my life when you know i was dealing with that stress that anxiety depression um, it really just took one day, one decision that I was going to change, that I was going to be better. And because I knew 
that God had something great in store for me. And I didn't want to not fulfill the measure of my creation. I wanted to be that person that he created me to be. And so making that one decision can change your entire life. That's amazing. So to go back to your journey, you mentioned you had some depression and anxiety through high school with sports or just with life or school. Yeah. When did you start using essential oils to help with your mental health? Yeah, probably about sophomore year, junior year, I started using them um, daily for sleep. I struggled with insomnia, and that was a big thing, going to school, playing sports. If I didn't have my sleep, I wasn't going to be able to perform the way I wanted to. And so I started using lavender essential oil on the bottoms of my feet, diffusing that in a diffuser every single night. And that was that was really the one oil that, that helped me be able to feel more confident because I was I was more rested and you know, I felt better. Um, I started using another thing that that really was hard for me was was migraines, and I use I would use peppermint oil every single day on my head, my neck to support me with those migraines um, because having those migraines and then having the stress of playing sports and being so tired every single day at school and not wanting to be there and not even wanting to go to practice some days. That was that was a huge struggle, and I didn't I wasn't the athlete that I, I wanted to be every single day, um, but as I started using those oils in high school, um, they really made a big impact on me, and that was just that was just the start of the essential oil journey. Yeah, that's amazing. So do you still struggle with insomnia, or have you overcome that? No, I've overcome that. Yeah, I, I sleep a lot better than I did in high school. So <laughs> it's still my sleep. I'm still trying to improve my sleep every single day, but it's not. I'm, I'm able to fall asleep a lot faster than I did before when I started taking those oils. I love that. So how, out of curiosity, how many hours of sleep do you get now? Yeah, typically like at seven hours is like my sweet spot. I like to get about seven hours. Um, sometimes it's, it's eight hours, um, but between like six and eight is, is what I get. I love that. So I assume you still encompass lavender in your routine. Yep. Every single night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> now to talk about sleep, cause this is one of the most important things for health. I think we all can agree with that scientifically proven, right? Yeah. What else do you do to get good quality sleep? Yeah. It's about setting a routine. Um, it takes time to, to set that routine. It takes time to, for your body to adapt, but you have to, to make a decision that you're going to you're going to get to sleep at this time and then you got to be consistent with it. And you get to sleep at this time and and you got to wake up at the same time every single day. And that's really where I've I've been able to have the best sleep and the best sleep habits and patterns when I make it a consistent thing. You know, the nights that I stay up later or you know, I wake up later, it throws me off and it throws up throws off your body's sleep pattern. And once you're able to get on a schedule of how you know how many hours you need to sleep every single day and you go to bed at the same time every single day you wake up at the same time every single day your body adapts and your body starts to get a deeper sleep um, another key thing to know is that you get your best sleep between the hours of 10 and 2 and so that's really important you get your, your deepest sleep between those hours and so you know if you're going to bed at midnight you've already lost or 2 2 a.m you've lost those hours those quality hours of sleep that your that your body needs, and so that's why it's really important to to make sure you're going to bed, 
you know, I, I like to go to bed around nine, um, you know, or 10, but I like to make sure I get, you know, seven hours at least. So I'm waking up at like 5 a.m., going to bed at 10, waking up at five and being consistent with that. And because I'm getting those quality hours from 10 to two, I feel a lot more rested than if I went to bed at midnight and woke up at, you know, eight or something, because those hours are, are really important. So between nine and 10, you're going to sleep. Yeah. I love that. Do you connect, do you disconnect your phone before you go to sleep? And if so, how long before you go to sleep? Yeah. So it's kind of routine. Like I, I put on my lavender essential oil probably an hour before I'm going to go to bed. So that way my body starts relaxing. It starts calming down. And then my phone, I like to, you know, put it to the side to get off of it. And that, that's a hard thing to do. Like a lot of times I used to listen to music before I fall asleep or listen to a podcast or something and to help me fall asleep. But the phone is, that's really a, an important thing too, is to put that phone, you know, aside and to get off electronics at least 30 minutes, you know, before you're going to get ready for bed. So that way your mind is, is starting to relax. Um, you know, that, that light that's coming from the phone is, is not going to distract your brain and your mind to keep you up. Um, that's a big thing. Just making sure that your mind is helping your mind relax, that it's not constantly thinking people that, that struggle with anxiety, they, they tend to, to have all these, these things, these thoughts racing in their mind. And if you're able to, to control that, to limit that by, by putting away, you know, turning off the TV, getting off your phone you know, a few hours before you're going to go to bed and really set that time to just, to clear your mind, to relax. And I think that's what that sets you up for a better sleep. I love that. I could talk to you for hours, man. <laughs> this is, <laughs> Me too, man. this is amazing. And I feel though people really need this in their life. And I assume that's why you're doing what you do because people do need it. Yeah. At the end of the day, most people are unhe unhealthy yeah. in some form or another. So I got to ask you, what's one way you're trying to be better? What's, 1%, what's the 1% way you're trying to get better with your life, your health, your mentality, your spiritual health Yeah. right now? The number one thing for me this year and, you know, the rest of my life is, is faith. It's faith and having that that deep, that intimate relationship with God. Because I've noticed even in the past few years, um, I went all in on my business or I went all in on my health and I made health and business number one and number two. And I put God and my faith at number three. And because of that, what I learned is when you don't put God first, all those other things are just going to fall. And so it's really important because when you have that faith, when you have that relationship with God, when you're praying and doing all the little things to increase your, your spirituality, your mind's going to be right. And God's going to help you be able to, to do all those things, to take care of your health and to build your business um, because you're going to have that relationship with Him. Your faith is going to be there. Once you lose faith, once you lose that connection, I feel like everything else just kind of starts to fall out of place. So but when you put God first in your life, um, everything starts to, to come together because faith and in helping your mind and mental health, like we say, mental health is everything. Your mind is everything. And if you're in a good place with your spirit and with your mind, your body's going to be in a lot better place. 
Of course. Body's going to feel better. You're going to feel better, which then leads to more success in your business and your relationships and your family. So is it fair to say that you're a Christian? Yes. Yeah. So what's one, what's the one Bible verse that you go to when you're having a bad day? Yeah. Um, and if you don't know it, that's okay. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite scripture is ether. Oh, it's, it's one in one in ether. It's, um, sorry, no, Luke, Luke, Luke in the Bible. I think it's Luke one thirty seven. That's what it is. Luke one thirty seven, And it says for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And that's the one that I always go to. That's one that I, so I served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I put that on my plaque as a missionary. That was my, my scripture, and that's what, I, what carries me through life. I know that if I put God first, nothing's impossible. I can accomplish everything. I love that. So how are you working to strengthen your faith right now? Is that reading more scriptures, praying more, or what are you doing? Yeah, right. every day it's, it's reading my scriptures. It's taking the time to pray every single morning. And I pray all throughout the day. I'm someone that, you know, prays in the morning when I wake up. I pray before I'm going to get on a call. I pray before I'm going to leave the house. You know, I pray during the day if I'm struggling with something or at night. But prayer is is really key, and it gives me a lot of comfort. That's the biggest thing that it gives me. So praying, uh, reading my scriptures, but really just talking to God. Um, that's the biggest thing It's just talking, speaking to Him, building that relationship and then service is is a huge thing really just serving others and that's why i'm doing what i'm doing you know i i just want to help people you know because the oils and health and wellness has changed my life it's changed my family's life and that's the that's what i feel like god has called me to do is to to help people transform their health and to be able to serve others and serve people all over the world in different communities and just really educate them and help them become the healthiest versions of themselves. I love that. That's so powerful. And to speak to that is your, what I love about you as a health and wellness coach is that you're taking a very holistic approach. You're not just body, 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 because you know, if they're not mentally right or their spirits not right, they will never accomplish the abilities that they can do with their body if they don't have the other two. Yeah. This is the case. I mean, stress affects our physical body, right? Yeah. <laughs> that alone. And a lot of people struggle with that. It's amazing. You will go so far, man. I mean, you've already Appreciate come that. so far, but I feel like you're only getting started. Yeah, yeah. no, I feel like I'm, I'm just getting started. I got a long, long journey <laughs> ahead of me, but it's, it's really inspiring and motivating to me when I'm just helping even just one person. Um, you know, helping them every every single day with their struggles, their concerns, talking to them, you know, educating them, further education on what they can use to keep improving. It's it's really just the power of that one person and that just impacting one person's life is so huge and so grateful that I can do that even on a small scale right now, um, helping youth athletes and helping, you know, friends and family and just anyone that, that really wants to, to get started with their health journey. I love that. And it's just a matter of, helping somebody not everybody right exactly yeah it's a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step how can you help one person today right. and i know that this podcast is going to change lives because if we can just change one person through this podcast or help them transform and start that journey 
we've now had the ability to impact a family through yeah. one person. So start with somebody. Impact yourself. It's a journey. Life's a journey. Start with you first. Impact yourself. Transform your life. Evolve. And soon you'll be able to impact somebody else's life and then somebody else and somebody else. Yeah. So how can I or the podcast podcaster listeners <laughs> yeah, support I you? Mean, really the best way that you can help me is to allow me to, to help you, allow me to serve you um, and to help you on your your wellness journey, whatever that might be, you know, I'm here to help you. Um, and then you follow me on, you know, my, all my socials at Nick V Gomez. Um, and let's, you know, let's connect. You know, I'm happy to, to help you and serve you in any way that I can. Awesome. And his social medias will be dropped down below in the description. So you can just click them and yeah. jump right over there. And I'm an advocate for Nick. If I, if anybody was struggling with health and wellness, I would not struggle recommending them to you so Appreciate please that. give them a follow now last question i ask everybody is what's your definition of a prosperous life prosperous life to me means that i'm fulfilling the measure of my creation it means that i'm consistently showing up and becoming a better person every single day and i think a prosperous life is is a life filled with happiness and divine discontent divine disconnect tell me more about that 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 caught yeah. me <laughs> yeah divine discontent that's something I, I learned about not too long ago but really i think that prosperous life is when you're you're happy you're grateful for where you're at right you're grateful for where you're at and where you're going but you're not you're not being complacent right you're continuing to grow and that's what divine discontent really means is is you you have a lot a lot of gratitude for where you're at, but you're still continuing to better yourself every single day. You're not being complacent, not being content with where you're at. You're still going to there's still more that you can do in life, and so I think combining that happiness, that gratitude, and then that divine discontent, where you're continuing to grow, you're continuing to prosper. That's what a prosperous life is. That's huge. I love that. That's amazing. Well, do you have any last words to share with them? Just, just start, you know, start and don't be afraid to fail. You know, and when you do, you know, fall forward and keep going. I love that. You don't fail until you give up, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much again for joining into the Prosperous Life podcast. If you found this podcast helpful, let's make an impact together. Share it with a friend, subscribe and leave a review. Thank you guys. Have a good day.